Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 4, the King James Version. And it reads, And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire. And it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Amen. Praise the Lord. Welcome to the Lively Stone Temple Experience. Come on, clap your hands. Welcome to the Lively Stone Temple Experience. We are one church in four locations. Please visit LivelyStoneTemple.org for more information. This message was recorded on June the 5th, 2022. The word of God is being brought forth by Elder Seth Capers. Now let's follow along in our Bibles. To come into your house one more time, Lord, we don't take it lightly. So many have the desire and we're not able to come, Lord Jesus. For whatever reason, oh God, some people, Lord, had a mind to come to church on last night, and last night was their last night, Lord Jesus. But you've allowed us, oh God, one more day, one more chance, oh God, to come into your presence. And for that, we say thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for your mercy. Thank you for your grace, oh God. Thank you for this Pentecost Sunday, Lord Jesus. Thank you, oh God, that we can, oh God, remember, Lord God, what you have done for us, oh God, and we can look back to see what you've done, oh God, for the church. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for your spirit, oh God, for the power and the authority of the Holy Ghost. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. And we give you praise, Lord God. We give you glory and honor in the name of Jesus. If you're grateful for the Holy Ghost, I just want you to give God a praise this morning. Hallelujah. If you're grateful to be filled with the Holy Ghost, Give God a praise. Hallelujah. Give God a real praise for the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. For the power of God unto salvation. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you, Jesus. God, we bless your name. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We glorify your name. Hallelujah. We glorify your name, Lord. Just for your spirit, oh God. My God, living on the inside of us in the name of Jesus. And for that, we tell the Lord, thank you. I don't know about you, but I'm thankful. Grateful to be saved. Hallelujah. Grateful to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord. And for me personally, you may be seated in the name of Jesus. For me personally, I remember as a, a younger, younger person um, seeking the Holy Ghost. I mean, you know, we grew up, you know, uh, on the altar, you know, staying on the altar. Jesus, 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 you know, on the altar. It'd be like, I don't know, 30 of us. I don't know, a bunch of kids down there just tarrying, tarrying, and tarrying. And Lord, I, I tarried so one night, um, you know, of course we called it tarrying. But uh, one night I was going at it so until... Um, I got in the car. I was still, oh, gee, gee, gee. I was like probably four or five years old. And um, we got home, and I was still going at it, going at it. And then I got offered a snack, so that was like uh, gratification at the moment. So I kind of stopped tearing at the time and took the snack. But <laughs> I thank God for filling me with the Holy Ghost. Thank God for giving me that Holy Ghost, that, that, that bread from heaven, giving me his power. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That superseded any other thing that the world or the enemy could offer. So I'm so grateful for the gift of the Holy Ghost today. Thank God that the Lord filled me. Hallelujah, back in 2005, I thank God for that in the name of Jesus. Amen. I was 17 years old, and the Lord gave me his spirit, and I'm so grateful, so grateful. And he's a keeper. Amen. And I can say that at 34 years old now that God is a keeper. He's kept me. Amen. He's keeping me. Hallelujah. And just we've got to understand that day by day, this is a daily walk with the Lord, you know. Every day is not going to be Sunday like they say. But you've got to willingly submit yourself. You've got to want more and desire more. And he'll give you more. He'll give you as much as you seek of him. 
in the name of Jesus. So I'm grateful for the Holy Ghost. Grateful also to have uh, Pastor and Lady Cash with us and the Cash Girls. Thank God for them in Jesus' name. Thank God, amen, for everyone that's here. Thank God for Sister Kenya being here this morning in Jesus' name. Thank God for everyone being here this morning in your amen, respective places. We thank God for his mercy and grace. Thank God for uh, Bishop Capers. Thank God for Elder Taylor. Thank God for everyone that's a part of this ministry in Jesus' name. And we're going to give you the word of God on today. And I'm praying that after we have given the word of God that we can come together and we can get a refreshing of our own in the name of Jesus because this is certainly Amen. Pentecost Sunday, and I am excited about it, and I know you all are excited as well. Amen. The Sunday school lesson today, Deacon Will did a great job teaching and taught about that Holy Ghost and talking about that uh, hallelujah Pentecost experience that we've all experienced. Amen. And we're grateful that God has given us the opportunity to receive the Holy Ghost in Jesus' name. We're going to come to you from Acts chapter 2 and verse 12. Acts chapter 2 and verse 12, and when you have the scripture, you can stand and we'll read it together. Acts chapter 2 and verse 12. We know that God is able. Hallelujah. He has all power, all authority. Thank you, Jesus. Acts 2 and 12, if you have it, say amen. And we'll read it together. And they were all amazed and were in doubt, saying one to another, what meaneth this? Let's read it one more time. And they were all amazed and were in doubt, saying one to another, what meaneth this? You may be seated in the name of Jesus. Amen. And we're going to talk today from the subject, what meaneth this? Or in our day, what does this mean? What does this mean? What meaneth this? Or what does this mean in the name of Jesus? And you can also keep in your thought process, there's something about the Holy Ghost I don't understand, but I've got it. Hallelujah. There's something about the Holy Ghost that I don't understand, but I got it. And when thinking about the power and the authority, the gift of the Holy Ghost, we understand that this is such a powerful, such a beautiful gift that God has given to us as humans, that he's come to live inside of us, come to live inside of our spirit. And there are things about the Holy Ghost that we do not understand. There are things that we have yet to understand. And as we are growing in grace, the Bible says, and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, we begin to understand more and more about this Holy Ghost on the inside of us. But in looking back, during the days of the first church, we look back during the days of the Acts of the Apostles, or really the Acts of the Holy Ghost, we understand that this was a new experience for them. This was a new uh, phenomenon for them. This was a new outpouring for them. And they really didn't understand what was going on. And so those that were present on the day of Pentecost, they were there for a feast. They were there, you know, celebrating. They were there doing something that they would usually do. But they didn't realize that there was going to be an, an encounter, something greater happening, something out of the norm, something out of the ordinary happening. They didn't realize that. Those that were told to go to Jerusalem knew that something was happening. So they came ready. They came in expectation. They were waiting. And we know that they waited in the upper room 10 days, waiting on the hallelujah, uh, gift of the Holy Ghost to fall on them. They were waiting. But those who were out in the streets and wherever they were, they didn't know that there was going to be an outpouring of the Holy Ghost. So in them understanding that this was something new taking place, it kind of baffled their minds. And when we experience new things most times, it might baffle our minds. When we come in contact with something or encounter something new, it kind of gets to us for a minute because we have to realize there's something different, something out of the ordinary, something out of the norm happening. So this is what took place with those who were 
at that first outpouring of the Holy Ghost. We've got to go back to the beginning to understand what the Spirit of God is, what the Holy Ghost is. And we know that the Holy Ghost is the Spirit of God. Genesis 1 and 2 declares, And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And then the Bible also goes on in Genesis 1, 3 through 4 and said, And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. Uh, chapter 1 and verse 2 lets us know that the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And so this lets us know right here that the Spirit of God was already in motion, already present, already in action. And the Spirit of God was not a stagnant spirit, but the Spirit of God was a moving spirit. So this gives us some context to understanding the power of the Holy Ghost. The power of the Holy Ghost is not a stagnant spirit. The power of the Holy Ghost is a moving spirit, a spirit that moves on and moves in us. And before you receive the Holy Ghost, you can feel the Spirit of God moving on you. But after you receive or have the inception of the Holy Ghost, the indwelling of the Holy Ghost in your life, then you have the movement of the Spirit of God in you. And it's moving in you throughout your day and throughout the night and at all times he's moving in you. As I look at Genesis 1, 3 through 4, where we're talking about that light and talking about that darkness, this gave me a, a thought process, and I'm going to ask that you go with me real quick. From the beginning, God wanted light to be light and darkness to be darkness. No confusion. God's spirit will move on us and in us and translate us from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light. Jesus, of course, we know is the light of the world. And so although that's talking about that light being the sun and the moon at night, there was, a, a, I believe, a principle or a precedent set right there that God is God of light. And he wants there to be an understanding that there's light and that there's darkness. And he wants us to understand that his spirit, because the spirit was introduced in verse 2. His spirit is what brings about that separation. His spirit is what brings about that separation between light and darkness. So there's a need for light and there's an understanding of darkness in Jesus' name. And so we're talking about the Holy Ghost. We're going back to the beginning and walking it back down to the day of Pentecost. Zechariah 14 and 7 says, But it shall be one day, which shall be known to the Lord, not day nor night, but it shall come to pass that at evening time it shall be light. And it's my belief that Zechariah was prophesying of this time now. And this, as I said, is my belief. We are living in what is known as the evening time. Jesus declared that we are to work while it's day. For when night comes, no man can work. We're living in the last days, a time of the outpouring of the latter rain. And so we understand that on the day of Pentecost, we know that this is when that latter rain came into existence in the earth. We know that this is when that Holy Ghost began to fall. So Zechariah 14 and 8 also goes on to say, And it shall be in that day that living waters shall go out from Jerusalem, half of them toward the former sea, and half of them toward the hinder sea. In summer and in winter shall it be. I believe the scripture seems to hint to the outpouring of the Holy Ghost on the day of Pentecost. One might ask, what is Pentecost? We first must understand that there are seven feasts, one of which Pentecost is a part. We have Passover, we have unleavened bread, first fruits, feast of weeks or Pentecost, feast of trumpets, and the day of atonement. And so according to research, the feast of weeks or Pentecost, according to Leviticus 23 and 16, this is where we find this. This feast is the second of the three harvest feasts. It occurs exactly seven weeks after the feast of first fruits. So it's also called Pentecost, which means 50 days. Traditionally, people were expected to bring the first fruits of grain to the Lord, including two leavened loaves of bread. God's plan to save souls included more than the Jews. Through Jesus, this plan was revealed. In Matthew 9 and 37, Jesus tells his disciples that the harvest is great, but the workers are few. Then he put the plan into place. In Acts 1 and 4, he tells them to wait in Jerusalem 
for the Holy Ghost. That arrival was the day the church was born, Pentecost, and the harvest began with over 3,000 souls. The message spread to both Jews and Gentiles, the two leavened loaves of bread extending the harvest to us. And according to the word of God, the prophet Joel was moved to prophesy in Joel 2, 23 through 24 and 28 through 32. Be glad then, ye children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he hath given you the former rain moderately, and he will cause to come down for you the rain, the former rain and the latter rain in the first month. And the floor shall be full of wheat, and the vats shall overflow with wine and oil. This sounds like the Feast of Pentecost to me. I believe God was revealing the time he had to send his spirit. I believe that God was revealing that he was going to allow his spirit to come forth during that time of that feast of weeks. Hallelujah. There was already a pointing forth to the power of the Holy Ghost, a pointing forth to Pentecost. Tell somebody Pentecost is coming. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And it shall come to pass afterward, according to Joel 2 and 28, that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. And your young men shall see visions. And also upon the servants and upon the handmaids in those days will I pour out my spirit. And I will show wonders in the heavens and in the earth, blood and fire and pillars of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and terrible day of the Lord come. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem shall be deliverance, as the Lord hath said. And in the remnant whom the Lord shall call. This is the Lord preparing us for that Pentecostal outpouring. And that's talked about in Joel. The prophet was prophesying about that day of Pentecost, about the Spirit of God falling in Jerusalem. And then Isaiah even talked about it. So God was already setting up his spirit, the indwelling or the infilling of his spirit to fall upon his people. He was already setting it up throughout the Old Testament. We understand that the Old Testament conceals, but the New Testament reveals. So Isaiah said it along this uh, wise, Isaiah 28, 11 through 12. For with stammering lips and another tongue will he speak to this people, to whom he said, This is the rest wherewith ye may cause the weary to rest, and this is the refreshing, yet they would not hear. So God is letting us know that the spirit that is coming, the Holy Ghost that was coming on the day of Pentecost was going to bring rest. It was going to be a refreshing <clears throat> to the people of God, to those that trusted God, to those that believed in God. This spirit came to bring about peace and came to bring about rest. If you're grateful that the Holy Ghost is that spirit of peace, that spirit of rest, I want you to tell the Lord, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So Ezekiel also talked about it. Ezekiel said in 36 and 26 through 28, a new heart also will I give you and a new spirit will I put within you, and I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you a heart of flesh. This is God talking. And I will put my spirit within you, and cause you to walk in my statutes, and ye shall keep my judgments and do them, and ye shall dwell in the land that I give to your fathers, and ye shall be my people, and I will be your God. God had already had everything set up for his spirit to fill the believers. You've got to be a believer to receive this gift. Hallelujah, you've got to believe that God is able to fill you with his spirit. You've got to believe that God is and that he's a reward of them that diligently seek him. And in you believing this, he'll pour his spirit out upon you. Hallelujah. He'll give you that new spirit. He'll put it within you because he declared that, that that's what he's going to do. And we know that if God said it, he's going to bring it to pass. If he spoke it, he's going to make it good. Clap your hands and give God some praise. Hallelujah. <clears throat> the New Testament. The New Testament goes on to reveal the work of the Holy Ghost among the disciples of Christ. 
The Holy Ghost filled John the Baptist and Elizabeth. And we know that John was filled with the Holy Ghost in his mother's womb. He leapt and was filled with the Holy Ghost. We understand that. And then we understand that he didn't speak in tongues because at that time the Holy Ghost, in terms of speaking in tongues, had not fallen in, fallen in that way yet. But he was filled with the Holy Ghost and did the work of the Lord. The Holy Ghost filled John the Baptist and Elizabeth. Jesus also breathed on his disciples and told them to receive the Holy Ghost. But they could not at that time. This took place after he had rose from the dead. This is when he told them. After he'd appeared with them and talked with them and spent time with them, he breathed on them and told them to receive the Holy Ghost. <clears throat> but they could not receive it at that time. John 20, 21 through 22 gives us an account of this. It says, then said Jesus to them again, peace be unto you. There's that peace again when it comes to the spirit of God. As my father hath sent me, even so send I you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and saith unto them, receive ye the Holy Ghost. And so Jesus was letting them know in a nutshell that when it comes to the Holy Ghost, this Holy Ghost will give you not only peace, but this Holy Ghost will give you power to go out and do the work of the Lord. This Holy Ghost will give you power to go out and do the work, hallelujah, that he's called you to do, hallelujah. So he gave them the understanding that they needed the Holy Ghost to be able to work for him. Hallelujah, in order to be an effective witness, in order to be an effective son of God, a child of God, you've got to have the Holy Ghost. If you're grateful for the Holy Ghost again, tell the Lord, thank you, Jesus. They weren't able to receive the outpouring or the infilling of the Holy Ghost speaking with other tongues yet because it wasn't time. However, when the fullness of time was come, that which was prophesied came to pass. Hallelujah. When the fullness of time came, what was prophesied came to pass. This was a 10-day wait for the disciples, 40 days after the resurrection, and 10 days of waiting made 50 days. Pentecost means 50. This feast was taking place in Jerusalem as prophesied, and suddenly, after waiting, after the praying, after the singing, after the praising, there came a sound. Hallelujah. They had to wait first. They had to praise first. They had to sing first. They had to gather first. They had to get into this place of being with one accord first. And then the sound came. Hallelujah. Jesus is letting us know if we want an outpouring of his spirit, we've got to come together first. We've got to get ourselves together first. We've got to come with expectation. We've got to come together unified, believing, waiting praising, expecting, and then we'll have the sound. Hallelujah. And we know according to Acts 2 and 2, the Bible says, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting, just like we're sitting here today. If we are with one accord and we're sitting here believing and expecting God to do it, there'll be a sound from heaven. Hallelujah. That will begin to burst forth. Thank you, Lord. It'll begin to pierce. My God, every part of any type of uh, audible atmosphere or any type of uh, uh, thought process. It'll pierce everything. Hallelujah. And it'll have its way because it's a sound that comes from heaven. It's not a sound that comes from earth. It's not a human sound, but it's a spiritual sound. It's an anointed sound, a sound that would change the whole atmosphere because it comes from the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, and it happened suddenly. That's when that sound came from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. Imagine that rushing mighty wind. Imagine hearing that type of sound coming in our atmosphere right now, coming in our midst right now. What would you do with that sound? Hallelujah. Would you just sit and listen? Or would you begin to, hallelujah, expect something to happen to you? Would you begin to look for a change in your life? Would you begin to look for God to touch you where you need to be touched? Hallelujah. So suddenly that sound came and it filled all the house. That's how good God is. He's not just going to jump over here and jump over there, but he'll fill the whole house. Hallelujah. He's such a big God, such a mighty God, such a great God that he'll fill where he is. Hallelujah. The Bible lets us know when Isaiah said it, hallelujah, that in the year that King Isaiah died, I saw also the Lord. He was high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. Hallelujah. So there's something about the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost will fill where he is. Hallelujah. And we welcome the Spirit of God in here right now, knowing that God is omnipresent. He's everywhere present at the same time. 
He's right here right now filling this place. If you're grateful for the filling of the Lord Jesus Christ, hallelujah, lift your hands and tell God, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So not only did they have the sound of the Holy Ghost, but verse 3 says, And there appeared unto them cloven tongues. This is different tongues, divided tongues, like as a fire. And it sat upon each of them. Hallelujah. They began to have an experience with the Lord Jesus Christ. It went beyond just the wind. It went beyond just the sound. But now you have these tongues of fire, these different divided tongues. Everyone had different tongues to speak in. There are so many tongues. Hallelujah to speak in. My God, tongues of men and tongues of angels. Tongues, hallelujah, of the heavens. Hallelujah. There's heavenly languages. There's so many languages in tongues. Hallelujah. And God divided them and hallelujah gave it to them that they might speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them the utterance. And verse 4 says, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. The Spirit gave them the ability to speak. Hallelujah. The Lord Jesus Christ, Almighty God, our Savior, came and indwelled them and gave them the ability to talk to him. Hallelujah. There's something about the Holy Ghost that I don't understand, but I got it. Hallelujah. I have an ability now, hallelujah, to talk to God in a language that I don't understand. I don't understand this language. I didn't learn this language in school. I can speak a little Spanish, yes, but this is not Spanish. This goes beyond what I know. Hallelujah. This comes from the Lord Jesus Christ. And when I begin to think of God's goodness and what he's done for me, it bubbles up out of me. Hallelujah. When I begin to pray, and I pray earnestly, it begins to bubble up out of me. Hallelujah. Because it's a power. It's an authority. It's an anointing that God has given us. If you're grateful for those tongues of fire, if you're grateful for the Holy Ghost, tell God, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He gave them the ability to speak. He gave them that operation, hallelujah, through their lips. He used their voice, used their tongue, and he spoke. Hallelujah. Some foreign, hallelujah, a, a voice didn't come out of them. It was their voice. He used their voice. He used their tongue, and he spoke through them fluently. My God, the wonderful, marvelous works of God. And so now we can look in Acts chapter 2, and this is where we get to the point where they're asking the question, what meaneth this? Acts chapter 2 and verse 5 says, and there were dwelling at Jerusalem Jews, devout men out of every nation under heaven. Now when this was noised abroad, the multitude came together and were confounded because that every man heard them speak in his own language. And they were all amazed and marveled, saying one to another, Behold, are not all these which speak Galileans? They understood that these people should not be speaking in these languages so fluently. They may know a little something, something, but they shouldn't be speaking this fluently. There's something happening. There's something going on, something changing here. What's going on? This is new. I've never heard a Galilean speak my language. I've never heard a Galilean speak your language. What's happening? Hallelujah. And how hear we every man in our own tongue, wherein we were born, Parthians and Medes and Elamites and the dwellers in Mesopotamia, and hallelujah, and in Judea and in Ca and Cappadocia and Pontus and Asia, Phrygia, Pamphylia, in Egypt and in the parts of Libya, about Cyrene and strangers of Rome, Jews and proselytes, Cretes and Arabians, we do hear them speak in our tongues the wonderful works of God. They begin to hear them speak the wonderful works of God. I want you to take a few seconds and begin to give God some praise, begin to speak the wonderful works of God. Lord, we exalt you. Lord, we praise you. Lord, we bless you. Lord, we honor you. We love you. You are worthy of all praise. You're worthy of glory. You're worthy of it all. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. From you all, all things. Hallelujah. To you are all things. You deserve the glory. Hallelujah. That's the wonderful works of God. But they heard this in other languages. They heard this in other tongues. They heard the words of God, the works of God, and it amazed them. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And then the Bible says in verse 12, this is our focus verse, and they were all amazed and were in doubt, saying one to another, what meaneth this? They wanted to know about this gift. They wanted to understand what was happening here. They had never experienced anything like this. They would never seen, hallelujah, so much or even heard so much that there was a Holy Ghost moving among them in this way. They had never heard this. They weren't taught this in their schools. They weren't taught this at home. They didn't know that this was a thing 
thing. Hallelujah. But the Lord Jesus Christ showed them, hallelujah, that if he gets in you, he'll change you. Hallelujah. If the Holy Ghost is in you, he'll change you. He'll do something new. And hallelujah, we've got to understand that God, hallelujah, does new things. Hallelujah. He is a God that will do new things. Hallelujah. He said it in the Old Testament that he was going to do a new thing. And that was the new thing that he did. Hallelujah. I'm grateful that the Lord did it in their lives. But I'm grateful that God did it in my life. Hallelujah. I'm grateful that God filled me with the Holy Ghost one day. Aren't you grateful that the Lord gave you the Holy Ghost? Give God some praise for the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. So now when there's a question, there's got to be an answer. There's got to be an answer most times. So here we go, Peter, that man of God who had the keys to the kingdom. Hallelujah. Jesus had given him those keys back in Matthew. Hallelujah. He let him know, hallelujah, that whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. He gave him these keys. Hallelujah. And hallelujah, the Lord Jesus Christ began to use Peter. And Peter stood up boldly. And it says in verse 14, but Peter standing up with the eleven lifted up his voice and said unto them, ye men of Judea and all ye that dwell at Jerusalem, be this known unto you and hearken to my words for these are not drunken as ye suppose seeing it is but the third hour of the day but this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. Now when they heard this, verse 37 says they were pricked in their heart and of course we know he preached the message but I skipped a little bit verse 37 says hallelujah they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles men and brethren what shall we do? Verse 38 Peter's preaching he says then Peter said unto them repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Peter had already let them know that you crucified our Lord. You did this and you did that to him. The one that you crucified. I'm declaring him to you. I'm giving you the understanding of who he is. They got so convicted, so pricked in their heart by the word of God. That's how powerful God's word is. God's word will prick you in your heart. God's word will get past your, my God, media exterior. It'll get past my God, hallelujah, all of that pride. It'll get past all that confusion. It'll get past all of that fear and doubt and worry and it'll get to your heart it'll get to your heart hallelujah and let you know that you've got to be saved it'll let you know that there's a change that has to be made it'll let you know that the holy ghost will live inside of you but you've got to surrender you've got to give your all to him clap your hands for the holy ghost hallelujah hallelujah so verse 39 said and after they understood this and understood that they got to be filled with the spirit of god verse 39 says for the promises unto you and to your children, and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And they were now understanding there was a promise for them. They understood now that there was a promise for them. Verse 40, and with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and prayers. Now they were no longer divided. They were no longer worrying about this and worried about that. Now they had a new desire. Their desire was to be in God's presence. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost gives you a desire to be in God's presence. What meaneth this? This changes my mind now. This changed my thought process. I don't want to be like I was. Now I want to be like God. I want to be like the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to do what it is that he says do. I want to live how he says for me to live. I want to speak with other tongues. I want to be able to fellowship with my brothers and sisters. I want to be able to magnify the Lord because he is a real God. He is the true God. He alone is God. Hallelujah. I'm grateful to know that the Holy Ghost is real. Are you grateful to know that the Holy Ghost is real? Hallelujah. That he's given us power and given us authority. He's given us his anointing. Hallelujah. He's shown us, my God, that he alone is God. He's shown us that his power, my God, is real in our life. That when we feel like we're weak, he's strong in us. Hallelujah. When we feel like we're alone, he's right there with us. My God, in the name of Jesus. If you're grateful, tell the Lord, thank you. We're grateful for the Holy Ghost. 
that power of God from on high. That power of God from on high. And what are we going to do today? We're going to stand where we are. If you want to come to the altar, you can, but we're going to stand where we are. And we're going to praise God for the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. We're going to praise God for the Holy Ghost. We're going to praise God because we know that his spirit, his power abides in us. He dwells in us. Hallelujah. And I don't know about you, but I came for something today. I came even for a refreshing of his spirit, for another, hallelujah, outpouring of his spirit, hallelujah. I came that I might be able to receive what I need and go out and impart it into someone else's life, hallelujah. That's how good God's spirit is. That's how powerful, how filling God's spirit is. He'll fill you and fill you to the point that you can overflow into someone else's life, hallelujah. That's what God will do. So with all of us that's in here, begin to lift your hands. Begin to give your all to God in prayer just for a few minutes. Hallelujah. And as the Holy Ghost begins to move, we're going to let the Holy Ghost pray through us and speak through us. Hallelujah. You have been given the Holy Ghost. You have the anointing. Hallelujah. Of the Lord Jesus Christ. You can pray in tongues. You can speak. Hallelujah. Before the Lord in your heavenly language because God has given it to you. Hallelujah. Don't be fearful. Receive what God is doing right now. Begin to pray before him. Begin to praise him for his gift. Thanks be unto God for this unspeakable gift. Hallelujah. We're grateful. Oh God. We're grateful. We're grateful, Lord God, for your gift, oh God. We're grateful for the Holy Ghost, oh God. The Holy Ghost from heaven, Lord Jesus. My God, that gift, oh God, the gift of eternal life, oh Lord Jesus Christ, that comes through the power of the Holy Ghost. We're grateful that you filled us, oh God. We want you to fill us even afresh, Lord Jesus. Flow in us, oh God. Flow in us, oh God. Flow in us in the name of Jesus. Flow in us, oh God, that we might flow, oh God, in the Spirit, that we might walk in the Spirit. Oh God, in the name of Jesus. We need an outpour right now. We need an outpour right now. If you need more of God, hallelujah, receive what he has for you right now. If you need more of God, if you desire more of him, receive what he has for you right now. Take just about two more minutes and receive what the Lord has for you. Go for yourself, hallelujah. I can't tell you what to say, but you go for yourself. Hallelujah. We give you ourselves, oh God. We give you ourselves, oh God, in prayer. We give you ourselves, oh God, in worship. We surrender, Lord God, on this Pentecost Sunday. Fill us afresh, oh God. Fill us afresh, Lord God. Renew us, oh God. Renew us again, Lord Jesus. Renew our minds, our thoughts, our hearts, oh God, to love you even more. Oh God, to serve you even more. To do your will, oh Lord Jesus Christ, in your way. Our soul says yes. Our soul says yes, Lord Jesus. We surrender our mind, our will, and our emotions to you, Lord God. We need you, Lord Jesus. We need you, Lord. Hallelujah. If you have the Holy Ghost, allow the Holy Ghost to pray through you. Allow the Holy Ghost to pray through you. Allow him to pray through you. Allow your tongues to flow. Allow him to flow. Hallelujah. Don't allow yourself to be stopped up spiritually, but allow yourself to be built up upon your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Allow it to flow. Hallelujah. Allow it to flow. Hallelujah. Because there's a flow in the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Receive that flow. Hallelujah. Be free in the Spirit. Hallelujah. Be free in the Spirit. Hallelujah. Let Him touch you afresh. That's right. Let Him touch you afresh. Hallelujah. Let Him touch you afresh. Let Him touch you anew. Hallelujah. We need an outpour, Lord God. We need an outpour, Lord. We need a refreshing of your Holy Ghost. We want you, Lord Jesus. We need you, O oh God. Bathe this place, Lord, in your Spirit. Bathe it in your anointing, O oh God. In the name of Jesus. Flow, oh God, from the front to the back. Flow, oh God, side to side, Lord. Flow in every room. Flow, oh God, from the top to the bottom. Flow, oh God, upon every person and every person and every family. Flow in the name of Jesus. Those that are here, those that are not here, touch them where they are. Flow, oh God.
Flow, Lord Jesus. Flow, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. It's depending on you. It's dependent on you. How much do you want of God? How much more do you want of him? Hallelujah. How much do you need of him? Hallelujah. How much more do you need of him? Hallelujah. Don't ever feel like you've got enough. Don't ever feel like you've, hallelujah, reached your pinnacle. Know that there's more that we need of him. So, Lord, I surrender. I open myself to you. I open myself to your presence. Hallelujah. I'm free in your presence. I'm free in your presence. You're free in his presence, saints. You're free in his presence. Go before the Lord. Go before the Lord. Go before the Lord. Hallelujah. Go before the Lord because you're free in here. You're free. You're free in the name of Jesus. You're free in the name of Jesus. You're free to be refreshed. You're free to be renewed. Hallelujah. There's a renewing in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. There's a renewing in the Holy Ghost. Acts 3 talks about that. Hallelujah. That refreshing, that renewing. Hallelujah. When times of refreshing comes from the presence of the Lord. Repent ye therefore and be converted. Hallelujah. So we thank God for those times of refreshing this morning. Hallelujah. My God, even every day, every morning, every afternoon, every night, when you seek God in prayer, let God refresh you. Let him strengthen you. There's so much stress, so much worry, but we need the refreshing of the Lord to refresh us, that we might walk in the Holy Ghost, that we might live in the Holy Ghost, that we might talk according to the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. We need your fire, God. 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 Lift your hands. We need your fire, God. We need your fire, God. Fall on us one more time, Jesus. Fall on us one more time, Lord. Fall on us one more time, Lord Jesus. One more time, Lord. One more time, Lord. Fall on us one more time. Oh, God, remind us of the first time. Remind us of the second time. Fall on us in the name of Jesus. Fall on us, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 My God, fall on us. That's right. That's right. That's right. Fall. Fall, Lord Jesus. This is on you. This is on you. I can't do it for you. Hallelujah. Let the Lord fall on you one more time. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah, Jesus. We need your presence, God. We need your presence, God. Mm, we need your presence, Jesus. Fall on us one more time, Lord. Fall on us one more time, Jesus. Fall on us one more time, Jesus. Hallelujah. Fall, Jesus. Fall on us, O God, in the name of Jesus. Fall in our spirits, Lord Jesus. Fall in our minds, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Fall one more time, Lord Jesus. Fall one more time, Lord Jesus. Fall one more time, Lord Jesus. Have your way, Holy Ghost, in the name of Jesus. Have your way, Holy Ghost, in the name of Jesus. Touch your people right now, hallelujah. We thank you for deliverance. We thank you for healing. We thank you for signs and wonders, Jesus. Thank you for your precious gifts, oh God. Lord, we praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank God for his spirit. Thank God for his guidance. Thank God for his anointing. Thank God for his power. And we've got to understand that no matter what you're facing, you've been filled with the Holy Ghost. You have the power of God, hallelujah, to combat the adversary. You have the power of God to destroy the works of the devil. You have the power of God on the inside of you. Hallelujah. You have what you need, but you've got to tap in. Continue to tap in. Tap in on a daily basis, and God will do it for you. Hallelujah. He'll do it for you in the name of Jesus. And for this we tell the Lord, thank you. For this we tell the Lord, thank you. For this we tell the Lord, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I pray that this, hallelujah, is the start. Hallelujah, the start. Hallelujah, of something great. I pray that we will continue to understand that we have the power of Pentecost on the inside of us. We have the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of the living God living in us. 
and the spirit that's in us will allow us to be able to help somebody else. The spirit inside of us will allow us to be able to touch someone else and cause them, hallelujah, to walk in the power of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Give the Lord one more praise. Hallelujah. He's a good God. He's a mighty God. He's a worthy God. He's wonderful. Hallelujah. And we bless the name of Jesus. Thank God. What meaneth this? What meaneth this? Hallelujah. Thank God to understand. Hallelujah. And to continue to get an understanding that this Holy Ghost means something. Being filled with the Holy Ghost means something. And I'm grateful. I'm so grateful. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen and amen. We hope that you have received something valuable from this message. We want to thank you for your time and support. God loves you and so do we. Have a fantastic and blessed week. Thank you. Amen.